The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second week of Understanding Shortcuts for Apple devices. I'm Darcy Bernard, your facilitator for the next hour. And um, we are actually going to start making shortcuts today. We're Yeah, last week was sort of an introductory thing, but we're actually going to start things off today and, and learn how to do some, some shortcuts. So the way this is going to go is I'm going to do a brief sort of follow-up segment right now where we go through all the things that people asked about last week that I didn't know the answer to. And then I'm going to have a demo segment then we're going to do Q&A, and then we're going to end it off with a final demo segment. So let's get right into things with some follow-up. Um, the first bit of feedback I got from last week was that my voiceover on my phone was too fast. And I do apologize about that. I've made efforts to make it slower this time. My, uh, As I said, the, the demo segments are pre-recorded, so hopefully... The volume is adequate, or the speed rather, is adequate um, for those demos. So we'll see what happens. Um, next up, I got a great email from from Dawn. I I haven't responded to it yet, but I but I will. Uh, but she did remind me something I had failed to mention last week was that in addition to all the other ways I talked about running shortcuts, you can also set up voiceover commands. So if there's any unused voiceover gestures that don't have commands, one of the things you can do is to run a shortcut. So you can put um, shortcuts as voiceover gestures if you want to. And then uh, moving on, I got a we got a question from Jewel last week about shortcuts and IFTTT. Indeed, shortcuts do work with that. That's if this, then that, for people who don't know. Um, there's a whole section on their webpage all about that. The IFTTT app... Uh, I'm never going to be able to say that well, um, does have shortcut support built into it. So you probably can do all kinds of cool stuff with that. Uh, the next, next we had a question from Tom last week, and Tom wanted to know if it was possible to make a shortcut to let you know when the battery was charged. And all I can say there is stay tuned, because at the end of the show, I'm going to show you how to do that very thing. So um, stay tuned for that. Um, next, we had Casey, who asked a question about, is it possible to make shortcuts to go to different channels on Sirius XM? Well, I looked it up, and it, it is possible. I saw an, an Apple support article about that, um, but it was kind of old, so hopefully it still works. It doesn't look like you could make a, ch uh, a shortcut to ask for specifically, you know, whatever channel you wanted, and it would go there. You'd have to make a shortcut for each channel that you wanted to listen to. And it looks like it uses the web for that. So I guess if you can still play serious stuff on the web, which I'm not a serious user, so I can't really comment. Um, if you can still do that, then you should definitely be able to make shortcuts to accomplish what you want. Um, I am I have to point out, I, at this point, since we haven't really talked about how to do anything, all I can tell you for most of these, these uh, follow-ups is that it's possible or that it's not. But we will get into more details as the weeks go on. Um, Pam wanted to know if it was possible to make a shortcut that would toggle the um, silence unwanted callers setting. Unfortunately, 
Um, to the best of my knowledge, that is not possible. The closest you can get is you can make a shortcut that will take you directly to that screen in, you know, in the, in the, the phone section of, of, uh, settings. You know, you have a, a shortcut that can take you directly to that screen, but you'd still have to manually toggle the setting on and off. So that may save you some steps. It may not. I don't know whether that would be, um, a useful thing or not, but it is sort of somewhat possible. And finally, uh, we had a question from Merrill, and Merrill wanted to know if it was possible to make a shortcut to make the um, to to use the Google Assistant. And in fact, you can. The uh, Google Assistant app does have shortcut support, so you could make a shortcut where you would basically have to say, and I don't want to say their names because I don't want to trigger them, but like, hey, you know, S lady, and then you say, hey. Uh, G person or whatever. You, I, you can substitute the names because um, I don't want to trigger anybody's stuff. But so it might be a little convoluted to have to say both their names back to back, but it looks like you can do it. So if you want to have Google Assistant, um, you can you can make that work. And um, that actually may be something we can do on a future a future uh, week because that, that seems like that might be something a lot of people want to do. All right. So now we've got through all the follow-up from last week. So let's go ahead and start the um, the demos. Now the first one I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about some basic concepts that you're gonna need to know for shortcuts, mainly how actions stick together. And we're gonna make an action. I should point out um, generally the way I use my phone, I do a lot of explore by touch. So if there's an app I, I know well, I kind of know where stuff is. I don't uh, flick around that much unless it's like a, a big list of stuff. So um, that's how come I, I'm often just jumping right to the thing I want. I will say that if you are the type of person who primarily uh, flicks around and uses the different aspects of the rotor, then one of the things you may want to add on your rotor, if you're going to use shortcuts a lot, is the containers option. That's not there by default. You may want to add that at some point if, if that's how you use your Use your phone. At the very least, you will have to use the actions rotor quite a bit. If you're not familiar, the actions rotor is the thing where um, if a control has actions associated with it, you can flick up and down. So like in mail, if you're on a message, you know, you can flick to delete it and all that kind of stuff. So the shortcuts uses heavy use of the actions rotor. So let's go ahead and play the first of these uh, demo segments, and then we'll come back and we'll do some questions and answers. Shortcuts are made up of actions, and they are blocks, and they kind of fit together. And I picture them like Lego blocks. I don't know if that's what they look like or not, but they kind of, I kind of picture them that way in my head. They they snap together, and if you want to make a certain thing, they they have to snap together in a certain order. A lot of times, an action will do something, and when it does it, it produces some sort of result. And many times that result feeds into the next action. And I'm going to show you that with this first uh, shortcut here. What this shortcut's going to do is it's going to take the last picture we took. It's going to perform OCR on that picture. And then if there's any text, it will then speak the text. So... In order to do that, we have three actions that we're going to need. But before I get into that, let's look at the shortcuts app a little bit. So this is a little tricky because we're trying to teach a little bit of shortcuts and a little bit of the shortcuts app at the same time. So there's a lot, 
there's a lot here. Um, I'll try and explain what I'm doing as I go, and hopefully um, it won't be too confusing. So I have the Shortcuts app open, and when you first open it, you have a list of all the shortcuts you already have. Depending on if you've ever used shortcuts or not, you may have stuff here, you may not. But what we're concerned with is the Create Shortcut button, and it's in the upper right-hand corner of the screen. So let's hit that. Create Shortcut button. New Shortcut Actions Menu Okay, button. so now we have um, our new shortcut. And you heard it say Actions Menu. That is a button you can tap tap on that and you can rename the shortcut you can do a bunch of stuff to setting up the shortcut i don't like to give the shortcut a name right now when i first start i like to kind of experiment a little bit and once i have it working the way i want um then i'll give it a name because often i'll start working on something and it doesn't work at all the way i think it did and i'll end up deleting it and starting over so i wait and give it a name when it's all set up so then we have our list of actions, and there's nothing here yet. And then below that, there is a thing called action suggestions, where the actions, where the shortcuts app will try and predict what, what action you want to use. I pretty much find this useless. This never predicts what I want. So you can't get rid of it, but you can collapse it. So it just shows that action suggestions but doesn't actually have any suggestions actions. i'm going to do that next action suggestions button heading and if i tap on that it'll just next action suggestions so there won't be any suggestions underneath it at the bottom of the screen we have um the actions library and then we have a toolbar but we'll talk about the actions library first the actions library is where all the actions that you might use are stored we're not really going to get into much on how to use the actions library today. We're just gonna focus on getting the actions we want. And when the actions library is minimized the way it is now, there's just a search box and we can search for stuff and then we can add actions to our shortcut. So let's, let's get the first action. Now I said, we want to get the last picture we took from the camera roll. So let's look for photos in the search thing and See if we can find what we want. Now, the search box, as I said, is near the bottom of the screen. So let's try and find that. Action. Search for apps and actions. Search field. All right. Double search field is editing. Type photos. Search for app. Cap P. Cap P. J. H. H. I. O. O. T. T. I. O. O. S. S. Search. Search. Search actions controller full screen. Now the the actions Double library has to expanded the actions drawer to half screen. Action. We don't have to worry about that right now. Let's see what we get for search results. Find select photos. Find photos button. Select photos button. Get latest live photos. But get latest photos button. Okay, that sounds promising. Double tap to add to the bottom so, of the shortcut. Double tap and hold. Then drag to customize the position in the shortcut. Okay, Actions now it tells available. you that, but that's not exactly what happens when you double tap. So let me double tap on the on the shortcut on this action rather. Get latest photo. Get latest photos. Heading logo. Other seasonings. Close button. I have no idea why the image description described that as seasonings, but anyway. So there's a close button. Add as favored button. You can add this to a favorite. 
Add to shortcut button. That's what we're going to want, but let's go down a little further here. Gets the most recent photos from the photo library. Result photo media. This action cannot be run on Apple Watch. Okay, so there's a description, and it, it told you what it does. It gets the um, most recent pictures from your photo library. And then it said result photos. That's really important because remember I said earlier that all actions produce something. And often that feeds into the next one. So this produces pictures. So let's add that to our, our shortcut. Add to shortcut button. Add to shortcut. So now um, our shortcut library is still there. And we're going to close it. Add as favored. Close button. Close. Right. Now let's look back at the top action of the screen. Library. We've got Search our... for apps and actions. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's find our action. Actions. Next action suggestions button. Nope. Get latest photos. Get the latest one photo. Okay. Actions available. When you are on an action, there's sort of three elements to it as far as voiceover is concerned, and you can flick back and forth. So to the left, show options menu. There's button, an options menu. Pop-up button. And that is, you can do things there like remove the action or move it up or move it down, copy it, that kind of thing. And you use the rotor there. And I'm going to flick right once. Get the latest one photo. Now, this Actions is where available. the rotor comes in handy because you want to flick up and down. When you're on this main part of the action, you want to flick up and down. And you'll see all the various controls that you can deal with in this action. So, edit number of photos, one photo. So, I just flick down there and I could change that to more than one photo, but one photo is all I'm interested in. So, we don't have to, we don't have to customize that. And show more. There's also a show more. Some actions will have more controls that you can customize here. In this, this particular case, there's not, but um, some actions will have more. And then if I flick right, Remove action from shortcut button. There's a remove action button. So if you decide this action isn't what I need, then we can remove it. But this action is what we need. So let's move on and get our next action. So the next thing we want is to be able to OCR the text. So let's do a search back in our library at the bottom of the screen for OCR. Act search for apps and actions. Search field. Search field is editing. Right, I'm going to type. Search for apps and actions. I'm going to type OCR. Capital. Capital. V. C. C. R. R. Search. Search. Let's see what we get. Search. Actions controller. Full screen. Action library. Extract text from image. Button. Documents. Let's just see what else there is here. That That is what we want, but let's just see what other, what else it gave us. Extract tech optimize file size of PDF button. Okay, I'm not really sure why that's Double an OCR thing. Double tap to but... add to get text from PDF button. So if Double you have a PDF, add, get you can get the text from, from it. Um, I don't know how that well how well that works compared to something like um, seeing AI or um, voice stream or something like that, but it's it'd be worth a try. So let's go back to the extract text from image. That's what we want. Optimize file size. Extract text from image. Button. I'm going to double tap on that. Double extract text. Extract text from image. Now remember, before we had all those buttons like add to favorites and add to shortcut, and then we had a description. So I'm going to let's let's hear what the description says. Now there's a lot in this description, so just just be aware of that. 
Extract text from image uses OCR to extract text from an image. Image Jiffy items, PDFs, images, iTunes products, App Store apps, iTunes artists, rich text, focuses, podcast episodes, Shazam Media, barcodes, locations, wallpapers, contacts, Evernote notes, media, articles, podcasts, iTunes Media, Photo media result text list of text. This action cannot be run on Apple Watch. Okay, so it the it, you can feed a lot of stuff into this action, um, but you notice at the end it said result. It said text. So we can we can connect these together. So let's let's do that. Let's look back up to the add to shortcuts. Add to shortcut. Add as f- add to shortcut button. Add to shortcut. Get latest photos. Show options menu. Gun button. Okay, so extract toolbar info button. Extra extract text from actions controller. Minimize. Extract close button. All right. Close. I'm gonna close the library. Now let's make sure this actions can or this um. Extract text Action is the way we library. want it. So let's search move up for to the top. App. extract text from image. Extract text from latest photos. So Actions I'm say, available. Edit image latest photos. So it's saying extract text from, and then if I when I flick down there, and there was the thing that said um, image latest photos. That latest photos came from the previous action. So the previous action that said get the last image, and it produced an image like I said. And that connects right to this action. So um, the last action gave us a photo, which sends it into this action, and it will be recognized. Now, the last thing we want to do is we want to speak the text. So let's search for speak and see what we find. Action library. Search for apps and actions. Search field. Cap S. Cap S. P. P. E. E. A. A. U. J K K search search actions controller full screen speak text button speak text button okay double tap to add to the bottom of the shortcut double tap speak text speak text speaks the inputted text aloud text text result text the input okay so what that said is speak the text aloud and then it tells you that the the um, it, it, exe- it expects text, and the result is text. So what this would actually do is it would speak the text, and then pass the text along to the next action if we were going to have any more actions. We're not in this case, but if we were, um, we can get the text dir- like from that action. So let's add that to our shortcut. Add to shortcut button. Add to shortcut. Get latest photos. Show options. Now I'm going to close the toolbar. Speak text. Heading. Speak text. Close button. Close. All right. So now we have. Let me let me go here here and see if it's speak text from image. Action. Edit text. Text from image. The text from image. So that's the previous the previous action. So we've got these three actions in a chain. The image is taken from our camera roll, then it's recognized, and then it's spoken. Now, if we want to see if this works, we can run the shortcut right inside the Shortcuts app. 
And this is mostly how you would test a shortcut. So at the bottom of the screen, there's a toolbar. I mentioned it earlier, but we didn't talk about the toolbar. So I'm going to look at the toolbar now. Toolbar, redo, dimmed, button, info, button, action, lock, toolbar, run, shortcut, button. Okay, in the bottom left hand, bottom right hand corner, I'm sorry, of the toolbar is a run button. And that run button will make our shortcut work. So what I did prior to making this recording is I wrote some text in the Drafts app, which is a note-taking app that I use. And then I did a screenshot of my screen. So we should have some text here. There'll also be some gibberish at the start and at the end because like, there's the clock and all that kind of stuff. So let's see what we get. Let's just run this shortcut. Run shortcut. 750 Stop plus 89C16W plus tag hello. This is a screenshot that we will use to test out text recognition in shortcuts. A section three. Shortcut finished. Run shortcut button. All right. So you heard two different voices there. The Samantha voice, that's kind of the system voice. And when you use the speak uh, thing, I think you'll always get that. I don't know if you can change that or not somewhere in settings. Maybe you can. Um, but that's what you get. You get uh, the the text that I wrote earlier, because that was a screenshot that, that got picked up by our first action, then sent and got recognized by the second action, and finally spoken by the third action. So this shortcut isn't super useful as it is. You probably want would want to maybe use something from the share sheet, or like um, send a picture from somewhere else, or that kind of thing. And you might want, you might not want the text spoken. You might want it on your clipboard or you might want it, you know, Siri to work with it or something. But I hope this illustrates um, kind of the structure of a shortcut and how you have actions that are stuck together and information flows from one action to the next, to the next and so on. All right. So that was my first demo. I hope that made some sense. Um, it's kind of a tricky situation that we're in right now because we're trying to teach both shortcuts, like how to make shortcuts, but also how to use the shortcuts app. So what I've been trying to do, rather than you know teach everything about the shortcuts app, I'm just going to show stuff as we need it because that I think will be a lot less overwhelming. So I hope that demo wasn't too overwhelming. But if you have any questions about that, you can raise your hand in Zoom or asked to speak in uh, Clubhouse, and we can go ahead and uh, try and talk about some of those things. So do we have any hands in Zoom as of now? We do. Go ahead, please, Jill. Hi, Jill. Hey, Darcy. That was a great demonstration to get an idea of how the actions work together. Um, my question is, so, for example, if I wanted to create a shortcut on um, turning JavaScript on and off because sometimes when I go on websites looking at like um, whatever craft patterns or the, there's always videos that seem to be playing. And so I want to be able to do a quick way of turning the JavaScript off to disable those videos. So what I, if when I go into the shortcuts, app would i go in the actions library and then do a search for safari would that be like the first way to approach it 
because now, like, if I turn JavaScript off manually, I go into Safari, and then there's, like, advanced features, and then it's under there where I can manually turn JavaScript on and off. I would search for that. I would search for Safari. I would search for JavaScript, see if there's anything in either mm-hmm. of those places. I don't know whether there will be a shortcut to to toggle that, but what there may be mm-hmm. is there may be a, a shortcut that can jump you right to that section of settings, which might save you right. a few steps. Yeah, like what so I was it's not so layered, yeah. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I said, that's that's not not something I've ever tried to do. Um, mm-hmm. with shortcuts. One thing I will say, and this sort of applies to um, just about anything that I want to do with shortcuts. If you do a Google search for iOS shortcuts, and then the thing you want to search for, guaranteed you're going to find something. Because if there's something that you want to do, chances are someone else has wanted to do that at some point in the past. And um, you might find something there. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that. But but to answer your question, though, searching for... Um, Safari or JavaScript might be a good starting place. That's a good, okay. That's what I was um, thinking based on your kind of following along the pattern you took with the demo. So thank you. You're welcome. All right. What about Clubhouse? Do we have any any uh, raised hands over there? Yes, we have a raised hand. Uh, Nancy Herb. My question is, I would love to do a shortcut, and I tried to figure this out before, and it Either it's not possible or I don't know what I'm doing yet. Um, And that is to turn a notification for an app on or off just at at certain times. I know you can you can make focuses to to do that and so forth. But let's just say that I have one app that I don't want to hear notifications from except for maybe at a certain time of day. Do I have to do a focus for that or can uh, I do a shortcut for that? You know what? I would honestly, I think focus would be your best bet. Um, but then what you could do, and we'll talk a little bit about automations later, is you could make an automation that changes those focus modes at specific times. Um, so that might be the way to go. But I think as far as notifications go, the easiest way to deal with those is is through focus modes. Ah, Okay. And that's something that I definitely do want to talk about um, focus modes in the future because there's a lot of ways you can use them in conjunction with shortcuts. And focus modes is another really powerful feature that I um, I think once you start using it, you you really start to appreciate, but it's kind of daunting at first. So focus modes is definitely something we'll be looking at in, in future weeks. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Nancy. All right, Katie, what, any more in Zoom? Uh-huh. Dawn, go ahead, please. Hi, Dawn. Hey, Darcy. Um, so I've got a couple questions. So first of all, I um I use Braille. Um, I use a Braille display with my eye with my eye devices. Mm-hmm. So what I would prefer is to either have the text either in Braille or spoken and in Braille, depending on if I have speech on or if I have speech off, whatever the case is, can I do that? And the other thing is, can I change the voice that it uses to speak? Cause I, I, I know this, I, I know this will probably ruffle some people's feathers, but I am not, I don't really like Samantha's voice. It, she sounds too grumpy. <laughs> so <laughs> I, can I use, can I change voices to suit, whatever preference I, I don't 
No, honestly, if you can, I rarely use that one. That was just a quick way to sort of illustrate the example. Um, what I would probably do instead of of um, speaking the text is I would use an action to either display it or to copy it to the clipboard. Because then if you copy it to the clipboard, you can put it anywhere you want. Um, but that, but the, the speaking thing is a quick way to sort of illustrate um, what I was trying to, to demo. I don't honestly know if you can change that voice. I hope you can too. Um, cause I, I'm yeah. also in the camp that is not a big, big Samantha fan. So yeah. Cause I would mostly use this for memes on Facebook or something like that. I would use it for memes and stuff on Facebook or whatever. And I, I I'd be interested to know how you could get gifts to do it because yeah, but <laughs> well, what you can actually, you can make, um, shortcuts that show up in your share sheet. And they can receive like images and stuff like that. So that might be the way you do that rather than the kind of get the last image from your camera roll like I did. Um, so, but they, there's there's lots of ways. Like I said, the, the, the demo is more just to illustrate what you could do. Not, not that the shortcut that I made there was actually super useful in and of itself, more to illustrate the point of of how the actions stick together and all that kind of stuff. So... Um, but yeah, you can, you can have a lot of things that feed into that, you know, get recognized text from image action. And, uh, and then once it's text, you can have it, or you could even maybe make a note, like you could have the text go into a note or, or a draft or an email, just anything you wanted to do at that point. So there's, you have a lot of options open to you. Okay. So I guess I need to just play around and see if I can change that voice. Cause I I'm glad someone else is in the same. I'm glad someone else is in the anti Samantha camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks Don. We do have another raised hand in oh, clubhouse. Okay. Herbie. Herbie. All right. So a couple of things, first of all, good demo. Um, second of all, I was thinking though about, Jill's question and two thoughts came to mind. So they're tied to each other. Um, I was thinking that first of all, reader mode might be a better alternative rather than disabling JavaScript. Now, granted, I've not played with disabling JavaScript, but you know, reader mode is supposed to give you the text of a website and not have all those videos and stuff. So that would be an alternative that might um, prove just as effective, if not more so. So then my question would be, I would imagine you would be able to create a shortcut that would say like enable reader mode or disable reader mode. I would think so, but I've, I've, um, not because usually you can just, you can do that easily enough when you're actually browsing, but yeah, um, possibly like there may be, um, there may, there may be ways to, to do that. And the only thing I'm, I think, I think maybe, and I can't remember exactly if she said this or not, but I think a lot of the videos on the site she was talking about were like auto playing. Yeah, it's if if it still keeps playing when I put on reader mode for some oh, reason, okay. and then I get this countdown yeah. like twelve seconds, ten seconds. Yeah. So the only way I seem to get that to go away is shutting off Java's. Uh, JavaScript. So, but yeah, but that is awesome. Java, I mean, um, the reader mode. Thanks, Herbie. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thanks, Herbie. Um, 
Okay, let's go back to Zoom. Anybody there? Pam Coffee, go ahead, please. Pam. Oh, yes. Hello. I'm the one that's had absolutely no success yet. And I have several questions. One is, um, how do you actually get started? I mean, you're talking about using, setting up shortcuts and using the shortcuts app. It was my understanding that you set up shortcuts in the shortcuts app. Am I not correct? Then? Yeah, I'm. I'm using the shortcuts app. What I what I was saying there was that there's a lot to the shortcuts app, like the actions library and different things. And I was just showing you the pieces necessary to to do that first shortcut. So rather than try and go through, because going through trying to explain exactly how to do everything there is to do in the shortcuts app wouldn't make sense until you kind of know a little bit about shortcuts. So I have to kind of teach them both simultaneously and as as we go. So how do you determine how to even get started setting up a shortcut? Well, you just, you open up your shortcuts app and you do what I do, do like a new shortcut. And, and if you just, um, start searching for stuff. Like one thing you could try is try and do the, um, I had Holly do this last night to make sure, like try and do the, the demo that I did and see if you can make it work. And, and then that, that will get you comfortable with, with the sort of, um, the, the layout of things. So do you, you use one that's, I mean, there's, it says there's some shortcuts that are already, um, set up um, there are you may have some um sometimes when you open it for the first time i think it does put some of the getting started shortcuts in your shortcuts um library already um but if not you can always go into the shortcuts gallery and get some shortcuts there and you can look through each one and see how it works and see how it's put together and um and then you can you can you know modify it and just play around um and see, see, see that way. And my final question is what I would like to be able to do is when I open either Uber, Lyft, or a couple of other apps, I would like to be able to at least get close to um, toggling the silence unwanted calls on or off because that nearly drives me nuts I'm right. in a hurry and I've got to jump all over the place. And you said that it probably would take you close to the actual screen where you do that. Right. But would you, would you start the process with Uber or Lyft or one of those other apps or do you set them all up? You could start a, you could make an automation that when you open Uber or when you open Lyft, it it jumps like it opens up that settings that that particular settings thing that might be an Got option. It. So, but how do you set up an automation? Well, I'll be talking about that in at the end of this segment. Okay, okay, thanks. Yep. And we have someone in Clubhouse. Okay. I believe this is Tyann. Hi, Tyann. Hello. It is. Um, so my question is, I am looking at the uh, both the apps on the iPhone and the iPad. 
Have you had experience with both? And if so, which one would do you prefer? Um, I the the iPad is nice because the actions library is over on the right hand side versus yeah. on the phone. It's either minimized or it's you can have it half screen or full screen. So you have both your actions library on on the screen and your actions all the time. So I would say if you have an iPad, um, give that a try. You know, try out them both and see which one works best for you. Because okay. it might, I don't know that there's a, a definite answer. It just depends on how comfortable you are with the iPad and, and with the phone and vice versa and all that. So um, give them both a try and see which one works for you. And they will, if you're, if you're signed into iCloud on both your devices, when you make a shortcut in one place, it will sync over and you'll have it in the other place. Yep. Yep. And if you're a Mac user, they, they show up on your Mac as well. So Yay. All right. Anybody else in Zoom? We do. We have a couple more in Zoom. Austin, go ahead, please. Uh, uh, important question is, so I'm, on, I'm trying to uh, uh, take a photo and stuff, but I can't because uh, it's, I have one hand since I have a stroke hand. Mm -hmm. uh, for the shortcut, um, if I uh, say, uh, I'm not saying the Siri thing, but when I say, uh, if I say, uh, say cheese, it will do that. You could set that up, I'm sure. I'm sure that's that's an option. I, I honestly don't know. Um but there may be a you may be able to have a, a shortcut that can trigger the camera. Then that might be that might be an option for you. Should I have to uh, call Apple about this? Well, you could, or just in maybe we'll look at that in in future in future uh, episodes. And I'll, I'll come back next week. I will I will test that and I will come back and let you know if that works. All right. Thank you. Um, uh, and what's what's today? Uh, the National Day before I go. I don't honestly know. I hadn't looked it up today. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Austin. Uh, adios. Yep. All right. Anyone in Clubhouse? Uh, no hands in Clubhouse. All right. How about in Zoom? Yes. Mary Hopped, go ahead, please. Okay. Hi. Hello. Thank you, Katie. And, and thank you for having this class for us, Darcy. Mm -hmm. um, I have two questions. One of them, uh, I missed your introductory call last week. Will it be podcast so that I can listen to it? I hope so. I've sent it to them. I don't know how long it, the, the process takes. Uh, I did okay. edit it and I did send it to them. So however long that takes, hopefully it'll be in there soon. Okay, great. And my other thing is, I was just thinking of a shortcut I'd like to make. Um, and I just wondered if you could tell me if you think it's possible. What I want to do is um, make a shortcut where my phone would open up the calendar app, then search for a certain thing like, um, oh, just say I'm having my homophones class tomorrow. It would search for um, helpful hints on using homophones. And then it would it would go into that event and find the URL to get me right to zoom. Um, that is a really good shortcut idea, actually. Um, I would be surprised if that wasn't the case and I'm sure you can. 
And I'm I'm gonna have to look at that myself because I haven't I haven't done a huge amount with the calendar, but okay. I know there's a lot of calendar related stuff um, available to you. And usually with with most things you can, you know, search for one item. So I bet you can, and I bet that would actually okay. be useful for a lot of people. So that that uh, you may have given me an idea for next week's uh, demonstration. <laughs> oh, oh, because, that would be great. Well, <laughs> because um, so. Where what would be my first step in trying? I go into the shortcuts app and then look for an action. Yeah, that would maybe open look for calendar app. or okay. event or something like that. And if you okay. actually, it, I didn't show this, but if you if you um, you can expand that area at the bottom of the screen. There's like a rotor to expand it, and then you can search. They they have all the actions sorted by either app or by like type of thing like web browser mm-hmm. account so so if you can get that like kind of browse through them and like i said when i was showing it every event or every action rather if you go into its description or go into it it should describe what it does and okay. and sort of how you use it so yeah go ahead and and uh and see what you can find i mean you, you the thing is about shortcuts you can't hurt anything right so if you right. make it so it doesn't work then you can always start over Right. Okay. Well, great. I will. Um, I will look into that. And by the way, I like your shortcut for finding the events you're um, in on the um, AC, the volunteer spreadsheet that Cindy sends out. Oh, thank like you very that. much. Thank you very much. I, I, I was really excited when I got that to work. So I'm glad people are using it. Darcy Ibrahim is now unmuted. Okay. Ibrahim. Uh, can you guys hear me? We can. Yes. Awesome. Um, Mary actually sort of asked one of the questions I want to ask, um, but I'll explain that in a moment. Firstly, I want to know, um, is it possible to delete a photo? So I thought maybe creating um, creating a shortcut to uh, do the OCR on the photo, uh, copy to clipboard, say what it said, and then delete that photo because I tend to have a lot of photos that I have no idea what they are anymore. You <laughs> can. Just, you can, you okay. can. Um, I don't know if you, you might be a little, a little, because any shortcut that automatically deletes photos, you're going to be real careful that it, it selecting the photos you want, right? Because, yes, yes. Um, because I actually do something similar. I don't know if you were here last week, but I showed a little shortcut I made where um, if I accidentally, because I'm for, you know, forever accidentally doing the thing where you take screenshots and I have a thing that will go, go through, select all the screenshots and delete them. Um Okay. So you definitely can. That's you could actually because the the phone the thing that's selected where a picture is selected you could further down in the shortcut say, okay that that photo that you know the thing found earlier go ahead and delete that. So it's it's definitely possible. Okay, um, and then uh, could it uh, be automated so that it takes a screenshot, does the OCR, um, and then deletes it? So instead of looking at photos, it actually does that taking out the screenshot? That's a really good question, honestly. I don't know if there's a if there's a shortcut action to take screenshot. Um, if there was, that would be super useful. You're right, because you could you could have that as an action, then then OCR it, then delete the text. That would that would actually I, I will have to look at that. Um, okay. you guys are give, definitely giving me material for, <laughs> for future <laughs> things here. And um, I definitely appreciate it. So And then um, I know in the uh, volunteer schedule, we put our name as a variable. Mm -hmm. Um, Could we not uh, do something like, say, 
list community events uh, for Ibrahim Vasta. Um, put that in the actual Siri uh, command. Uh, you know, Possibly? If I say list um, community events and then change the name uh, that I'm saying. <laughs> could you it could. You could. Okay. Um, I don't know how easy that would be to do for Siri. I haven't done a lot with the parameters, but you actually can. If you look at, if you really want to do that, if you go into the shortcut itself, the top thing, you can just change the name there. And, and I mean, that yeah. doesn't, it's not as convenient as telling Siri to do. So it, can it get, so it can get the parameter from the actual command, basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll have to look at that. I, that was honestly never something I had considered that people would want to be able to, you know, have okay. access because to more than one name. I was thinking of changing, Oh, I'll, I'll explain what I was thinking now. Um, so similar to what Mary said, can I create a shortcut to look at my emails uh, with the subject ACB community events, find the last email, then uh, look at the time as a variable and see what is event is up next and maybe actually go to that event. Mm, that's uh, interesting. Enjoy you know, an easier, probably an easier way would be to use that, the shortcut I made before, where it's actually getting at the spreadsheet. The problem with that, there's no links in that uh, spreadsheet. Oh, good point. <laughs> You're right. Uh, that's an interesting challenge. Possibly. Um, I feel like I'm saying that to everybody's questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that, that might be maybe something uh, that might be possible. Okay. We'll have to look at that. Um, that's all the questions. Thanks. Okay. Okay. I'm afraid we're going to have to be done with questions at least until, because I have another segment that I want to play. And if there's time at the end, maybe we can get to some, a couple, one or two really quick questions. So I'm going to play the second segment. And this is all about automations. Now we're going to look at automations. Automations are just like the shortcut we did before, except you don't run them yourself. They're run when a certain event happens, or they call that a trigger. So some of the triggers might be a certain time of day, when you leave your house, when you return, when you connect to your Wi-Fi, um, that sort of thing. What we're going to do in this example is we want to make an automation that when the phone's battery is charged to 100%, then um, the phone will speak a message. Now, I have closed out the shortcut we were working on earlier. And so we're back at the main shortcut screen. And on the main shortcuts screen, there are three tabs at the bottom. There's shortcuts, automations, and gallery. We were working in the shortcuts tab before. We're now going to work in the automations tab, which is the center tab. So at the bottom center of the screen, we'll find the automation tab. Wordlebot 53 tab bar automation tab. Okay. Now I have a list of all my automations. And then I have an add button at the top. You may not have that. You may go right to the next screen I'm going to be on if you don't have any automations yet. But I've got a list of all my automations, but I also have an add button in the top right-hand corner of the screen. So I'm going to hit the add button. Add button. So cancel button. Now it's going to ask me what kind of automation. Do I want to make a personal automation or a home automation? Home automations are something that we may cover in a future uh, segment, it's it's hard to say at this point. But uh, for now, we're going to stick with home automation, or personal automations, rather. New automation. Create personal automation. Create an automation that runs on a personal iPhone or iPad button. That's what we want. 
time of day x now we have these triggers we that i talked about and i know where the one i want is so i'm just going to scroll it down one screen and kind of near the bottom is the um battery level thing which is the the trigger that i want battery level x when battery level rises above 50 percent button Okay, that gives me an example, but we don't have to use that specific example. So I'm going to I'm going to select that. When battery level 50% adjustable. So we're going to take that rate of 200%. Swipe up or down with one finger to adjust 60%, 70%, 80%, 90%, 100%. 100%. That's what we want. Okay. So now we've got a couple of different um uh settings here we can we can choose between. Selected equals 100%. Rises above 100%. Dimmed. Okay, that's not possible, so it's dimmed. Falls below 100%. So if it falls below 100%. So we're going to leave it at equals 100%. And we're going to hit our next button, which is in the upper right-hand corner. Next button. Next. New automation. Now, back button. We have this action screen that we had before where you have a bunch of actions and you put them together. Then there's the action suggestions thing, and then there's the actions library at the bottom. So this is the same screen we saw before. So we're going to use an action that we used in the last segment, and that is the speak text action. So I'm going to search for that. Action library. Search for apps and actions. Search field is cap, cap, s, cap, s, p, p, e, e, a, a, k, k, search. Search new automation back button. Okay, so we're gonna find the speak text action library. Sp speak make spoken audio speak text button. Okay, now double tap in to the add previous to the bottom of the short example. We would double tap on this, and so we could read all about the speak text action, and then we could add it to the shortcuts. We already know how the speak text action works, so we're just going to add it directly to the shortcut, and we do that by swiping down on it. Add to shortcut. And I'm going to hit, I'm going to double tap. New automation, back button. So now we have, we've added the speak text action to the bottom of the shortcut. Now remember last time we had, when we had the speak text action, it got its text from the previous action, um, from the uh, recognize image thing. We don't have that this time. We don't have a previous action, so we have to put the text in ourselves. So let me find the speak text action. It'll be near the top of the screen. Actions. Next action. Next action. Next speak text. Okay, so Actions I'm going to arrow available. down. Edit text. So there is an edit field that pops up now. Now this edit field is a little weird. Uh, for some reason, when you're editing text inside an action, voiceover cannot tell where the cursor is. So the drawback there is if you make a mistake and you have to edit, you have to delete, you don't hear what you're backing over. Um, so for this example, I'm just going to type battery charged because, um, and you could type something more elaborate in if you want to do this yourself. Cap B. A. Y. T. T. E. T. Y T R Y space V C J H A T R H G E D done done speak text speak 
I'm not a very fast typist, as you can tell. Normally, I would use Braille screen input, but for this demo, I thought I would type. Okay, so we've got a thing that says battery charged. So when the phone reaches 100%, the system voice will say battery charged. And as I said before, it's the Samantha voice. I don't know if that's changeable. Maybe it is. Um, so now we've got the actions we want. So let's hit the next button again, upper right-hand corner. Next button. Next now, Back let's button see when got. battery level is 100%. Do. Speak text. Volume highest. Image. A white. Ask before running. Switch button. On. Now this is on. Double and tap to toggle setting. A lot of times, you might want automations to prompt you before they do something. Because they they can run a lot of different actions and... Especially when you first created an automation, you might want to do that. But in this case, we can turn that off because it's only ever going to talk. So it's pretty harmless. So let's turn that off. Off. Alert. Don't ask before running. Whenever this cancel button, Actually. whenever this automation is triggered, it will perform actions on your behalf without asking first. Cancel. Don't ask button. Okay, that's what we want. Speak text. And then Vault notify when run switch button off. We don't need that either. Notify. So now we can go up to the upper right hand corner again. Done. Button. We have a done button. And we've now automation. Our automation. Heading. When from now on we plug the phone in and it reaches 100%, the voice will say battery charged. All right. We have a raised hand in Clubhouse. Okay. Very quickly. We don't have much time. Chanel. Chanel. Hello. So just real quick, um, earlier today, I was looking at shortcuts and I just confirmed there's something very similar to what Mary would like. And that is call into a meeting and the, de the description text for that says your next event and it must contain in the URL or the notes like a phone number or a link. So I'm assuming that would work for Zoom. Very cool. Oh, that's neat. Thanks, Chanel. Yep. Yeah. All right. Very cool. Well, I don't think we're going to have any more time for questions, unfortunately, because we're just about out of time. Um, I did want to just quickly mention with the automation, um, having it speak the its charge, that's just, you know, you, that's sort of scratching the surface. You could do other things, like maybe if the battery drops below 30%, go into low power mode automatically. You know, once once you start playing with these things, you can kind of figure out your own ways to work with them and, and deal with them. But I think that's going to do it for this for this week. Um, I definitely want to thank uh, Katie for for hosting in Zoom, Diane for moderating Clubhouse, and Bell for streaming. And uh, we'll be back in a week, hopefully with with new interesting stuff to learn about shortcuts. And we'll talk to you then.